seconds. Two seconds. Riddell all the way outside to Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And one in! And one in! And then the other way for the ball game! It's a, kind of a gloomy Tuesday here in Evansville, but we're still going strong on the pot. As always, as always, and uh, we we've been our last episode. Uh, we went kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Did a did an NBA mock draft, and so now we want to return to what is sort of the overall focus uh, of our podcast, and that is IU basketball, and that is basketball in the state of Indiana. So today's going to be a an IU only podcast. We're going to talk a little news, uh, and then we're going to draft of of IU players from the Archie Miller era. Uh, and then finally, we're going to have four-star IU center or commit Logan Duncan on the pod. So, uh, you know, just going to be an IU episode here and uh, hopefully everyone enjoys. Uh, with that said, let's get into it. Uh, the news I mentioned is that transfer Justin Smith has announced his commitment to Arkansas. Um he put his name in the portal a couple weeks back, and Justin, we talked about him a little bit on the podcast. He'll probably come up when we draft teams of players uh, from the Archie Miller era. He averaged 10 points last year, five rebounds, really good defender, um, very frustrating player because he would take a lot of bad shots, but a useful player and someone I use going to miss. So I'm glad he found a home in Arkansas where he can be more of the focal point. Um, he definitely was a... A big part, a starter for us, um, and probably would have been a starter again. Uh, so we'll miss that, kind of another uh, a forward that we'll miss. But Arkansas, obviously, he thinks is a better fit for him. And he'll get a chance to play Kentucky. So uh, maybe that's what, maybe that's all he wanted. Hopefully he can. Well, we know, we know he's not, he's not getting that at IU. Yeah, for sure. exactly. So if that was the goal, uh, goal accomplished, he, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, I, I, like I said, I think we sometimes sort of just overrate transfers and we start to freak out when someone transfers. But in reality, it's just going to open up opportunity for guys like Jerome Hunter, Armand Franklin, and others. Exactly. He wasn't a guy that, that we needed to win. He helped us, but no. you know, this is going to give a chance for other guys to show what they can do. And you know, I like Justin Smith. I, I think he's a good player, but yeah, I wish him the best. And uh, it'll be fun to see what we can do. Yeah. I mean, not a lot, a whole lot to say uh, other than that, other than hope Justin does well uh, in Arkansas. He recently, we talked about the last episode, Justin had his name in the NBA draft for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to him, but as we talked about in the last episode, another example of a guy who probably should have never entered yeah, the draft. Yeah, uh, it's just entering the draft just to do it, I guess, because, you know, the percentage is slim that he would have Yeah, entered. yeah, well, it's it's all right. Um, we're going to get into a very uh, off-season-only exercise, and what I mean by that is that this something like this would only be done during the off-season because it's just uh, an, a content idea that we came up with uh, to sort of focus on IU in a time where there's not a lot of news going on. So what we're going to do is we're going to draft teams of six for of IU players from the Archie Miller era. So you're going to go starting five and a six man. And the goal here is this is positional. So 
this isn't just the five best players and the, then a six man. Now, this is the five best players or the five, you know, your starting five that you think would perform the best. And we're going to include any incoming recruits this season, incoming players this season. And we're going to include, you know, obviously Archie's been here three years. So the three previous years, every player who's played for Archie at IU is yeah. going to be available to be drafted. And I think it's important to note that a lot of these guys uh, weren't recruited by Archie, but he just kind of, you know, had to, that's kind of the team he inherited with a lot of these guys. But, um, you know, Archie has had some big time recruits. He's kept it inside Indiana, uh, which is great. But, yeah. you know, we'd like to see him expand a little bit maybe and, and go out and get some, some bigger names. Yeah, and I mean, it's just the the recruiting has been really pretty good. You you think about getting Romeo, getting Trace, getting Leo. So that's three straight Indiana Mr. Basketballs. Yeah, he's uh, done a great job Christian of that. Lander. Yeah, he's done a great job in state. but it, And the recruiting overall, I think, has been very strong. But when you, you need to sort of transfer that to play. Because as we see here, you'll see us draft. Except both our teams will be will have some talent, but they won't. You know, th- these these teams had talent, but none of them made the tournament. So, obviously, yeah. the team this year probably would have made the tournament. But still. Yeah, I think the thing is, you know, we've had talent, and Archie's done a good job of kind of putting the right guys together. Um, but I just don't know if, if the groups we've had have necessarily meshed together very well. Yeah. Um, it's kind of – the guys haven't had the best chemistry, and, and that's kind of been the issue with the teams the past couple of years. So, uh, not all the blame on Archie, I guess, but, uh, you know, he's done a good job. I, I like, it. yeah, Archie is, uh, you know, he's entering a very important year for him and he needs to put it together this year. This team has all the talent in the world to be probably a four or five seed, uh, in the NCAA tournament. And so even just making the tournament would be a good boost for Archie in terms of his job security. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's get into it. Uh, I'm gonna give you the first pick. We'll do this how we sort of how we did the other one, just going back and forth. Okay. Uh, as we as we make picks, we'll we'll break down the fit. All right. So first pick, I think I've obviously got to go Romeo Langford. Yeah. Um, probably the best player Archie's recruited, and probably the best player he's had in his era. Uh, he only had him for one year, but you know Romeo was was hurt. I think a lot of people forget he really was hurt most of his freshman year. Had a kind of just a messed up hand, uh, so that hurt his shooting. But you know he's he was great at, at getting to the rim, uh, and and I think his defensive potential is really good. I he was really good this past year for the Celtics, and you know I think Romeo is is obviously the the number one here. Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, Romeo kind of gets unfairly – a lot of unfair hate, you know, mm-hmm. especially from people not, who aren't Indiana fans. Yeah. Because he was such a high recruit, and he didn't – obviously, he didn't take the team to the tournament. He did. He wasn't the greatest player in terms of his statistical efficiency and some other things, but – Yeah, he had a rough freshman year. Yeah, he did. But you got to keep in mind that that the thumb was – was the whole like that was the whole season was he had yeah, that. it's it's like, tough to to shoot a basketball when your thumb is is messed up i mean that's yeah your, yeah your hands are are an, are an important part yeah i i think that's a fair statement so 
I've got the next pick here, and I'm deciding between two players here, Juwan Morgan and Trace Jackson Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, Juwan played his last two years for Archie, mm-hmm. and Trace has obviously only played the one year. Juwan, you know, he's like kind of a big guard, you know. It, he's a weird fit positionally. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to take Juwan Morgan because – he just – he's a little more – he had a little more statistical output than Trace did. Uh, and I think he's a little bit better fit in the modern basketball sense. Trace is a great player. He hasn't quite gotten to the point where he's a knockdown shooter yet. And not to say that Jawan was a knockdown shooter, but he could make threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 6'8 wing who played down low for IU. Um, I think Jawan coming in. You know, he averaged 16 and sixteen and 7 uh, Archie's first year, and then the next year he followed that up with 15 and 8 playing next to Romeo. So I think Jawan's a guy who's just going to come in and, and be a winner for me. Obviously, I get the, the junior-senior version of him yeah. that he played for, for Archie, and he gives me a little flexibility because I can kind of play him at the small forward or the power forward positions, um, or even maybe the two, depending on how this draft breaks. So I think Jawan Morgan's a uh, – probably the safest pick here in terms of production. Yeah, Juwan is is a just a, a real versatile player, um, kind of like a point forward type player. He, he handles the ball really well. I think he was a, a really good decision maker his senior year. Probably yeah, but also could, the best could play in the post. Yeah, yeah. Could play in the post. Good seal, um, had a nice little post hook, um, and could step out and shoot it too. He didn't shoot it great, but uh, he, he can definitely do it all, and he plays smooth, he plays calm. So yeah. I, I like Juwan a lot. All right, third here. Uh, you didn't take him, so I'm going to go TJD, yep. our boy, coming back for his sophomore season. Yeah, uh, He was great last year. Um, definitely our best player. Helped us win a lot of games. You know, energy, rebounding, blocking shots. Um, he does a little Just bit a of beast. Ball. Yeah. Just a beast. He's, he's a beast down low. He's exactly what you want in, in kind of that four big man. Um, runs well, catches the ball, good hands. So, you know, I love Trace, and we'll be back sophomore season. Yeah, I mean, he's going to come back, and, you know, we're, we're, will we see a big enough jump to where he's a draft pick the next year? We don't know. That's sort of jury's still out for us. Yeah. Selfishly, I hope not, because you'd love to see him back for third year. Yes. Uh, but Trace is, to me, the obvious pick here. I, I obviously – kind of went back and forth there and you know just having him and Romeo is is a really nice pairing for you yeah it's a nice one-two punch I'll take that any day yeah it's pretty good so I've got the fourth pick here uh this you know obviously there was a pretty clear number clear top three yeah um I'm gonna go with Robert Johnson uh Johnson played his senior year here Miller and he averaged 14 5 4 uh he you know he ran the point he's 6 3 point guard um I get his senior version so you know I'm starting to build a little uh you've got two freshmen on your team I've got two guys who who are older Mm -hmm. um so I'm gonna kind of stick with that here and, and go with Johnson Johnson who was a little before my time of even really seeing IU, but I, I do obviously know of him. And I think he's a going to be a floor general. I think he's a little bit better than Rob Finnessy in terms of guard. And I'm going to take Robert Johnson here. 
Yeah, offensively, Johnson is probably one of the better guards on this list. Uh, he shot it really well for IU and, and hit a lot of big shots. Uh, and he's just a he, – he, I mean, he played a lot of games, and he's just a nice, nice, even-kill player that, you know, you, you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. Third pick here. As you said, I picked two freshmen, so I'm going to pick a third. Christian Lanner, Evansville yep. Pride. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna take all the stars, all the five star recruits. That's yeah. What you're I'm the do. you got the flashy team, no doubt. <laughs> and we're just gonna run in transition and let let Christian Romeo in that backcourt. You know, I'll take that any day. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you know what you're getting in Christian. You know, super athletic, likes to pass the ball, can jump, can run. Uh, I think he's gonna be a really good shooter, and you know what you want in a point guard probably hopefully will be the best point guard on this list next year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're betting a little bit on potential there, but I, I love the pick. I was going back between him and and Robert Johnson Uh, playing Christian next to Romeo would have been really nice to see that. Um, Yeah. He, he just compliments Romeo really well. And, had Romeo had obviously Romeo had freshman version of Rob Finnessy who had a great year that year. But I think Christian, as I've said before, just adds a, a different level of speed, just a different level of athleticism than Rob Finnessy. Yeah. I mean, he draws some attention too. So I think a, yeah. a big issue with Romeo is freshman years, you know, every, all the eyes were on him um, and kind of looked to him to score. Uh, but when you have a guy like Trace and, and Christian next to you, it kind of takes a lot of the pressure off of you and, and really makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and something you and I have talked about, just watching Christian this past year, obviously uh, as a junior at Evansville Wrights, um, the, the passing skills, the playmaking skills yeah, really stand out. He's a true I mean, the guy, the guy wants to distribute. Yeah, he, he's a and... true point guard. He's looking to, to get his teammates involved. Um and but I mean he can do it himself too, which is great. He he really um is a is a good offensive player. Yeah. Uh okay, so Christian Lander for Scott. I'm ugh, oof. uh I'm gonna go Devontae Green here. Uh um, gosh. Just, that's that's just disappointing, Aiden. I you know, I I gotta bet I gotta make a, a gamble here on the upside. Uh, I gotta bet. I gotta make a gamble that in the game you and I are playing, the the hypothetical game you and I are playing, he has one of his good Devonte nights. Because <laughs> when he was on, he was, you know, he had some incredible games for IU. Uh, unfortunately, consistency was was always an issue. Yeah, big issue. Yeah, no, I, it was it was a big issue. Uh, but you know, looking at what I have to work with here, I think Devonte is is you know can be a good shooter uh can be a decent compliment to Johnson that's a pretty good scoring backcourt mm-hmm. uh Devante obviously leaving this past season declaring for the draft as we talked about on the last episode <laughs> um he shot 37% from 3 he averaged 10 a game he you know if he's not asked to be the man in terms of when he had to play this past season, he was kind of the scorer uh, in the backcourt, whereas obviously Trace was kind of holding it on down low. Uh, and I think giving him the chance to be like a third option could be good for him. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Devontae is is a great shooter um, and a streaky shooter. And I think that's kind of been the, the issue with IU the past couple of years is guys have had too big a role where maybe their game just isn't that style of role. Yeah. Because um, we, outside of Trace, I mean, Devontae was kind of the guy to get a shot on the perimeter. And I just, I don't know if that really fits him so much. I think he, I think of him more as, you know, shooter and, and, you know, he's a good passer at times, but, you know, you've got a lot of shooting, Aiden. You've got a lot of shooting. Yeah, I do. I, you know, I, I do. I do. And I'm just going to keep drafting and we're going to see where we play, where we end up playing Juwan. That, that could be uh, nice for us, but we'll see. All right. So my fourth pick, I've got my backcourt set. Um, I've got Trace at the four. I'm going to go. I've always liked Deron Davis, so I'm going to pick him here. Obviously, he was plagued by injury. Um, yeah. For a, really like the, the back half of his of his career, but um, which which is tough. But Deron, you know, kind of a, a more traditional vintage big, um, a little bit slower on his feet, not going to block a ton of shots. Um, but great in the post. His his seals, his feel in the post is 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 awesome. And you know that Duke game that we played last year, he he played really well against Marvin Bagley. Had had some some nice scores. And you know I like Duran a lot. And hopefully we can get the Duran that that isn't hurt and isn't out of shape. Yeah, it's kind of another guy that you're you're, and you'll see this a lot with with these IU guys. You're hoping to get the best version of them. Yeah. Unfortunately, the best version of them rarely ever showed up for IU. Uh, So, Duran, you know, obviously this past season was was tough for him, but he had some better seasons actually before. um, Yeah. In the past, which is which is rare. But if you get that version of him, you know, he can be a pretty good player. So. um, okay, I've got another pick here. Uh, I, you know, I'm thinking about taking Justin Smith here. I, I know he's, yeah, I'm going to take Justin Smith, um, who we talked about at the start. It, this is kind of a weird fit because you alluded to that chemistry issue earlier in the episode, in the podcast today. And some of that was, was probably between him and Devonte Green this past season. Um, Justin and Devonte both have a questionable shot selection that's for sure um but i think i i just don't see any i think the value is too good here to get a high level defender who does have some ability uh he's a flexible player can kind of play the wing play a little bit of small ball floor uh and just looking at the board here you know rob finnessy al durham still on the board uh joey mm-hmm. bronk uh i think smith has the most production of anyone left and He's also the best defender of anyone left, so I think he's got to be the pick here. Yep, Smith probably the best athlete on the on the board, and you know I don't think he's really reached his potential yet. Uh, I don't really. No, I actually he ever think got he's there getting pretty good for Arkansas. Yeah, I think he'll be a nice player for him. Um, so I'm thinking just fit here as far as the guys I have, uh, and you know chemistry is a big thing, so I'm gonna go another freshman, Armand Franklin. Uh, okay. Probably slide Romeo to the three, let him play in that area, and and put Armand next to uh, Christian. I think Armand 
is is a great defender. He can defend a lot of positions, kind of one through three. I think he can defend pretty well. Um, yeah. And he and he's not ball dominant, so the ball can stay in Christian's hands. He can kind of play off. Um, yeah, and you keep Trace. You keep Trace happy with yeah. his best friend, Arthur Franklin. Got, got the boys together, and you know, chemistry hopefully wouldn't be an issue on my for my starting five. Yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, chemistry will be a problem for you. Um, so I need a center. Got to go with the Brunkyard dog here, Joey Brunk. Um, you know, it. he's a good player. Uh, he came over from Butler. He is not a, you know, he's not a modern player by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's safe to say. But 6'11", 250, big man. He averaged 7-5 and five this past season. He's, he's pretty good in the post. Um, he had another – he's another guy who really showed some flashes this past season. Um, he had some games where, you know, he was really good and pretty dominant down there in the post, at least on the offensive end. And then he had some games where he pretty much rode the bench the whole game. And IU went small, and that's just kind of – was the best thing to do because Joey Brunk was slow and was kind of a liability on defense. Exactly. So, you you kind of look at the centers here, Brunk and, and Davis, and they're they're really pretty similar. Both kind of bruisers. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of athleticism between the two. So I think we kind of got a trade off there as far as as far as the big man goes. Yeah, I think you know that's just something that Archie needs to think about because. You know, I'd like to see more of Trace at the five, yeah. where at least at least he's athletic enough. Yeah, he's not a knockdown shooter or anything, but you don't need him to be a shooter. You just need him to be passable on defense, whereas Bronk and Davis were just so big and slow, and that's just not the, the way that basketball is trending right now. Yeah, I mean, I'd love for IU to, to go small ball. Um, I think just the big thing, especially in the Big Ten, is rebounding. Um, you yeah, know, we'd true. have to be able to put that together. And, you know, Trace is definitely a good enough rebounder, but everyone everyone would have to rebound. Um, and I think, you know, Brunk is a, does a good job of that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at my starting five. And, you know, shooting is definitely an issue. Uh, yeah, especially if you get Romeo of his freshman year. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm going to go uh, – who could I slide in at six, man, that can, you know, just come in and knock down some shots. I'm not going to take Fitzner, even though he was great before he came because he was yep. garbage at IU. So yeah. I'm going to go – I'm going to go Al Durham. I like Al Durham a lot. You know, he's yeah. not anything special, but he doesn't make a ton of mistakes. He's solid with the ball in his hands, and he not, he does knock down shots. He had some big shots this year for IU, um, and I think he's going to have a nice nice senior season. Yeah, he's kind of a natural fit off the bench. You know, he's comfortable playing that role. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Durham. I think, you know, he's uh, kind of is what he is, but he's a good guy to have off the bench, and uh, – I think that's a good pick there. I now have the final pick. I'm looking for a sixth man. And I'm just going to go with my guy. And it's going to mean that Rob Finnessy goes undrafted here. But I'm going to go with my guy and Jerome Hunter. I really think this guy is going to have a breakout year. Mm-hmm. He uh, Obviously, I'm betting a little bit on potential here with, with Jerome. But 6'7", 220. 
gives me some more flexibility. I've got Smith, Morgan, and Hunter who all can kind of slide down from that two to two through four spots. And it's kind of a different flavor with each guy. Smith can maybe be more of a defender and, and Hunter can, if he continues to shoot the ball well, uh, can be kind of that shooter off the bench. Um, I think Jerome Hunter is, is, you know, we all know he's going to, he's going to need to improve a lot this season for IU to be where they want to be. And if Jerome can do that, I think IU is going to be really good. But Jerome will be a key to what we're talking about, that small lineup um, with him maybe at the four and Trace at the five. Yeah. So getting another guy who has flexibility, who can shoot. Um, I really like Jerome. And with apologies to Rob Finnessy, he's my pick here. Yeah, we love Rob, um, but we're both huge on Jerome. Uh, yeah. We both think he's going to be great, but he's a big. he's probably the biggest question mark for IU next year. Oh yeah, um, you know what? What is he gonna? He, he, I'm not gonna blame him too much last year because I don't think he saw the floor as much as he should have. Um, yeah. But I think his his shooting stroke and just you know the smoothness in his game, I think he's gonna. I think he can be kind of a even a second scoring option behind Trace next year. Um, I think yeah. his his offensive potential is there, uh, and I just hope that you know Archie gives him some more trust and, and he can get some more confidence and, and be a big time player next year. Yeah. Archie uh, seems to have some confidence in him, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Let's touch on a couple guys that obviously we left off starting with Rob Finnessy. Rob came in with Romeo, had a really good freshman year, hit some big shots um, and followed it up with a solid sophomore season. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's time now for him to make the jump from, from solid to above average, good, good player. You know, I think this is the year where he can do that. And maybe bringing in Christian Lander will fuel his fire a little bit, make him play a little better Um, with Christian, obviously being as talented as he is and him playing pretty much the same position as Rob. uh, Maybe there's something there that Rob says, Hey, you know what? I'm going to actually be the guy and and you're going to have to wait until I'm gone. Yeah. It's going to be interesting next year um, because Christian is obviously coming in to play Rob's position, um, which is tough. But I think they can play. I think they can play together. Um, I agree. I mean, Rob is a really good defender. uh, And Christian, Christian's a great shooter. So, you know, playing Rob at the one, maybe Christian at the two a little bit, bring Christian off some screens. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what goes on next year because there's definitely a battle for that point guard spot. Um, yeah, I, think... I mean, the whole backcourt, the whole backcourt, really, because you throw in Armand and you throw in Al Durham and those four competing for two spots, really. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to kind of be interesting because you got four guys that really can start. Um, yeah, but you can only start two. So I think it's it's just going to be we'll probably see a little bit of, of switching around during the season. Honestly, I doubt I doubt Archie picks two guys and sticks with them all year. Yep, I think you're right. A um, couple other guys we had on here, Evan Fitzner, obviously, you know, came over from St. Mary's and just wasn't that good. But yeah, know. I mean, you look at that transfer portal and you think, oh, this guy's going to be great. And he comes over and I don't even know if I ever saw him hit a shot. I mean, he was that bad. <laughs> he was that yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, um, yeah. 
he wasn't great. Uh, Josh Newkirk was here the first year of Archie's uh, career, senior year. He averaged seven points. You know, Josh. Josh was all right. Um, yeah, but obviously he was a tra- another transfer. He came from Pitt. Um, yeah, and he was a good good point guard. He handled the point well. Um, hit some big shots. Had a little bit of shot selection issues as well. So I think that's kind of been a trend with the team. Yeah, that's a common concern yeah. for sure. Um, one guy I almost picked with my six man spot is Race Thompson, just because the things he does intangible wise that doesn't show up in the stat sheet is is almost worth just you want to get this guy on your team. Yeah, Race plays really hard. I think I think it would be a nice little small ball lineup next year with with. Um, you know, TJD at the five and race at the four because they're both really good rebounders. They both play really hard. And I think we could, I think we could get away with the lack of size um, with them in the front court. Yeah. I think the best version of this IU 2021 team sees race Jerome and Armand all making significant jumps because those three guys have a lot of potential, I think between the three of them. Uh, Jerome and Armand both going into their sophomore seasons and, and race going into his junior year, all three of those guys, if they can make a jump and, and come in and be productive, I think that's going to be huge for IU. Exactly. Uh, I want to touch on kind of a fan favorite. I think we'd be doing injustice to the IU fan base if we didn't touch on Zach McRoberts, uh, just a hustle guy was a walk on and, and ended up getting a scholarship. Uh, you know, I, McRoberts wasn't like a great player. He didn't, he didn't do a whole lot, but he was kind of was like a race Thompson does the intangibles. Yeah. Uh, he gets on the floor, he gets some rebounds, plays hard. So I think he was definitely a fan favorite and, and, you know, a player I might've taken on the team if, if we needed him. Yeah. I mean, he played 22 minutes a game and similar to race didn't do a lot, uh, box score wise, but just a valuable guy that you want on the team. I mean, there were a couple that I considered guys that just, just, I had no business taking, but like (laughs) Colin Hartman, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were like, yeah, but you still like those guys, uh, even though they don't really do much. Um, So, you know, I think the overall takeaway from this, this little exercise is that IU hasn't had that much talent and more specifically, it hasn't been Archie's guys. Obviously, yeah. the art the guys Archie's gotten have pretty much just been one and dones in terms of obviously Trace coming back, but Romeo being a one and done. Um, so I think just a message I, I'm taking away from this is just to give Archie some time. Uh, I know he's had three years already and hasn't made a tournament, although he would have this year, as we keep saying. But uh, you know, the guy's done done a decent job with not that much talent. Yeah, I mean, coaching IU. Obviously, he's going to feel some pressure from the fans and, and from podcasts. Not us. We're not Archie haters. No, we're pro-Archie guys. <laughs> this is a pro-Archie podcast. Exactly. But, you know, you look at these list of guys and, you know, can you really blame him? Because he, I mean, he's had Joan Morgan. He's had Romeo. Uh, he's had Trace. But, like, the, the guys around him just, you know, haven't been very good fits to kind of what yeah. Archie wants to do. Um, yeah. You know, he wants to play patient. He wants to take good shots. He wants to play good defense. And, you know, a lot of these guys 
weren't weren't really good fits for that. Yep. No, I think you're right. Um, and so this this is this was a little fun little draft here. Obviously, we're just trying to think of new ways that we can uh, appeal to the to the IU fan base, given that we're in the middle of a pandemic and or hopefully nearing the end of a pandemic, and uh, we we don't have a lot of off season stuff to talk about. Uh, but we are going to be having four-star center Logan Duncombe come on the podcast soon. We've got some other guests, uh, maybe some pretty big guests. Not going to say anything about that, but we're we're uh, we're working on it. And yeah, so, just be yeah. on the lookout, guys. We're we're putting our career thinking caps on, and we're yeah yeah we're, we've got some content coming. We've got some content coming. We got some a uh, couple of surprise guests that might uh might might make the fan base pretty happy. I'm I'm. I'm dropping the the eyes emoji right now. <laughs> yeah, looking out. Just keep on the lookout, and and uh, you know, big time episodes coming soon. Yep. All right. And now for our talk with four star IU signee Logan Duncombe. Excited to have on the show, uh, four star center. Uh, he's committed to IU. He is in the class of 2021, and he's going to Archbishop Moeller in Cincinnati. Logan Duncombe, how you doing, man? doing good thanks for having me yeah so i wanted to start um just by talking about the amount of success you've had i mean this is ridiculous archbishop moeller is go you go 31 and 3 your freshman year with jackson hayes on the team you go 29 and 0 the next year and then this year you were 26 and 1 what's that been like i mean it's been awesome uh you can credit a lot of that to our coaches and uh, the rest of the players on our team. I mean, we've got we got a lot of skilled dudes there, and I mean, our coaches coach the game the right way. How well did you know Jackson? Was he like a mentor for you, or um, Jackson was a senior and I was a freshman? So I mean, we we were like I knew him and he knew me, but like we weren't close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think he'd be able to like? Because I mean, I didn't think he was going to be one and done guy. Um. I mean, most people didn't, but um, he he really, like, he had a great college, freshman year. I mean, he really blossomed in college, so. Yeah. Logan, uh, we talk about you guys went 26-1 and this year, and unfortunately the, the season was cut short. Um, you guys were on a 25-game winning streak when the season stopped. How far did you guys think you would have gone this year? You guys think you would have won it all? Yeah, I mean, I think we would have won it all. I think our championship game would have been tough. We would have had to play. St. Edwards, which was, uh, I think maybe Max Preps had them as the number one team in front of us mm-hmm. going into the tournament. So I, I thought that would have been a really fun game. I, I think we probably would have pulled out, but I would have enjoyed playing that. Yeah, and, and you talk about how the season got canceled. What's the AAU outlook right now? Is that pretty much canceled as well? So Nike, uh, EYBL circuit has canceled. So they're not doing it for sure, but Adidas and UAA, or actually, I'm not sure about UAA, but Adidas for sure is. So they said that they're gonna they're gonna do the gauntlet as long as NCAA doesn't cancel it. Um, so that would take place. I think my coaches said end of August into like like October or something. Yeah, and and you you play for Indiana Elite, which. Has a couple guys who who we're pretty familiar with. We're both from the Evansville, Indiana area. 
um, Connor Hickman on that team, Kurt Hoff on that team, your teammate uh, at Moeller, Will McCracken. What's it like playing with those guys? That's a lot of talent there. Yeah, it's a lot of talent. I mean, the reason I went to that team was because of my friend, Will McCracken. I mean, I just kind of like playing with those guys. And, I mean, when you're successful, it's even more fun. So, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a loaded team. It's a lot of fun playing with those guys. Yeah, um, Logan, we talked about, you know, the season being cut short due to the coronavirus. What have you kind of been doing during this quarantine to, to stay in shape and, and, you know, stay ready? So a couple of weeks ago, or probably start of this month, our weights, our OHSA, the Ohio High School Association, actually opened up uh, weights and skills so I can work out with my team again. So now Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm lifting with my team, and Tuesday, Thursday, I'm practicing with them, and Saturday I'm practicing with my AU team, and before that, I was working out in my basement and going to a, a church to uh, get up shots. Yeah, and, and that's been sort of what a lot of people have been doing. Um, but I want to talk a little bit. Obviously, we're, we're an IU basketball podcast, so so let's get into some of the, the IU stuff. You obviously you committed in early April. Um, just generally you, you were, you took visits to Ohio state, Wisconsin, Xavier, and then obviously IU, what was the biggest thing that led you to commit to IU? Um, just the culture there. I really liked, uh, their coaches attitudes and the people around the program. And I especially liked the fact that I knew a couple kids there from, uh, Indiana, the team, uh, from Indiana elite and, uh, Michael Ship, who went to school with me. Yeah, Logan, I kind of want to touch on uh, the personal recruitment uh, with Archie Miller. What kind of stood out to you about him, and, and what what makes you think he's so successful on the recruiting trail? Um, well, just that he's a winner. He wants to win, and um, just like his attitude about the game, and that, that he's just there to coach you up and make you the best player you can be. Yeah, and how does he how's he going to use you? Has he has he talked to you like during your first year? Uh, what what his his vision is for for how he wants to use you? Yeah, like I mean, you, you can never be sure, but um, depending on uh, what uh, the center there right now, Brunk or no, Trace, Trace, yeah. whether Trace goes to the draft or not. Yeah, uh, told me that um, expect me to to have some sort of role on the team my freshman year. Okay. Yeah, I mean it. it we're kind of waiting to see what Trace uh, is going to do. So tell me a little bit about what what did you like about your visit? I, I'm interested with recruits, like, what's the visit process like? Like, how behind the scenes do you get to go? Like, is it pretty cool? Yeah, so they put you up in, like, a hotel, and then they, they get you, like, they give you, like, free food and stuff, snacks in your room. And then... They get they get you like good dinner. So we went to, um, I think the Malibu Grill. Okay, yeah, that was really good. And then they, they, you go to a game, watch practices, check out all the facilities. And I mean, their facilities were awesome compared to all the other schools I was looking at. Yeah, I mean, do do you know like you talk about you know a couple guys who 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 are you best who are you closest with on the team? Have, I mean, have you talked to Christian at all? I assume you have. Uh, I've talked to Christian a little bit, um, not a whole bunch. I'm closest to Michael Ship because, I mean, 
I know him from basketball. Right, so, right. And then I've talked to Trey Galloway and Anthony Leo a little bit. Yeah, and, and what are you most looking forward to about going to just the school in general? Like Scott and I, we're both at IU right now, or I'm going to be there in the fall. He's already there. Um, what, what, what stood out the most about IU, just basketball aside? Um, their academics uh, were pretty solid, so I, I plan on going to the business school, and they're, the business school of Kelly is like – Yeah, top. Kelly. It's big time. And also the uh, like the feel of the campus. Like I thought it was really pretty, and I, I, I just – it was what I thought of when I thought of a, a, college, a Big Ten college. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is a great campus. You know, I think you're going to have a great time and, and hopefully a great career at IU. What are some of your goals that you've kind of set for yourself um, at the next level? What what kind of are you trying to accomplish in, in your time as a Hoosier? Um, not just win games. Like, I've always wanted to go to the NCAA championship or NCAA tournament and have a run. That just seems awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, just just win for IU, and then you know, hopefully, I can play basketball outside of college somewhere. And I mean, that's the goal. But I mean, just do what it takes to win well at IU. Exactly, and yeah. you've had a lot of success in the past, so hopefully, you can kind of translate some of that onto the Hoosiers. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you, like, if if you go to IU your first year and you guys have like five losses, that's more than you've had in high school. Is that going to be weird? But maybe a little bit. I mean, I, I we we've had a couple losses. I mean, we know I know how to take them, and so does the rest of my team. Just you know, just learn from them and use losses to get you, make your game better, and then come back stronger. Yeah, and and uh, we have a couple questions from IU fans uh, that I I asked IU fans to give you some questions. One person asked, "Are you still growing?" Um, I think I've grown like half an inch since last year so okay. i think i'm growing a little bit i don't know if i'm gonna, i'm supposed to get much taller but i mean hopefully it'd be pretty sick to be like six six eleven seven foot yeah that'd be that'd be crazy yeah that'd be awesome uh another question we've seen uh trace jackson davis do a little bit of recruiting and in contact with especially with christian uh have you been in contact with any other potential iu recruits at all um, I talked to, um, Trey, um, Trey Kaufman a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't, because I mean, cause he's on my Indiana lead team. Yeah. I don't try to try to recruit him too hard, but like a bunch of subtle, subtle recruiting hints. Like, you know, you should come yeah. by you. Of course. Of course. I've seen you like, you're even like dropping the, the red and white emojis, uh, in the replies for, for IU football recruits. Are, are you just kind of all in now on IU and, and you're going to just be that guy for IU? Absolutely. That's what we love to hear. We love to hear it. Respect that. Respect that. No reason not to support other IU commits. Yes, 100%. So what do you think? uh, Another person asked, uh, who on the coaching staff would you give the most credit to in persuading you to come to IU? Was there a particular assistant coach? Um, Tom Olstrom was the one that was recruiting me the most. Okay. um, I'd, I'd probably say Coach Olstrom and then Coach Miller. Yeah, and what kind of like what's the process like? So do they are they is it more like just texting you every day? Are they trying to talk to your family to convince your family? Who who do they go after? Because I feel like they got to go after your mom or your dad a little bit cuz 
obviously I would think that would play a huge role in your commitment. Yeah, so they probably talked to them, most people. So colleges, I mean, they, they called me pretty much every day or every other day. And, Seriously? Yeah, and then would Jeez. call my dad and mom a lot, and then sometimes would call, like, my dad's friends. Wow. What? Really? Yeah. Is there anything IU did differently from, from the other Big Ten schools? Um, they called that, my dad's friends. That was oh, pretty okay. funny. <laughs> yeah. did that, does that get, like... Like, is it five or six different schools trying to call you every single day? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you, I'd usually have like it, it was probably it was down to four because I I already had kind of like my top four, right? So, but I'd I'd get like a call from those four every day. I mean, what? How long do these last? Like, I I'm just trying to think. Like, how do you have time for other stuff when like you're constantly getting calls? They they mostly came at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, there'd just probably be like an hour of that was just me on calls. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of the process. Someone asked, "What aspect of your game are you working on currently?" I mean, that's kind of probably your your entire game. But is there a specific area? Yeah, I'm always trying to like just make everything I do better. But um, specifically, is this summer I've been really uh, working on getting, like, a better three-point shot to, like, extend my game and be able to play out on the perimeter more. I thought yeah. I've been I, – I think I've been doing a pretty good job of that this summer. So, I'll probably be taking more, like, three-point shots and uh, playing more on the perimeter this year for my high school. Does IU uh, tell you different parts of their game they want to see you improve on? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so, I mean, they knew what my game was and they were – like so, when they were telling me that they like what I do, and that one thing they'd also like me to do is be able to shoot from three, just so I could be a double threat. Uh, I mean, yeah. most schools. I mean, nowadays, you you really want your bigs to be able to shoot threes. You see, all the good bigs in the NBA right now can shoot threes. Yeah. So obviously, um, you know, you've been working on different parts of your game, but you know, I think I want to give you a chance to brag on yourself a little bit. What's what's what part of your game do you think you excel at the most, and, and what do you think you do best on the court? Um, probably just my hustle. Like, I, I don't think it plays off, and that's, pro- that's probably what I'm most proud of in my game. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that, that like, your motor is, is your best skill. Someone, someone said that. Um, they also talk about your post game. Is that kind of your primary way of scoring, your yeah, post game? Yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes when you're, like, a center Scott and I played with a center who was seven one seven two. He actually played at uh, Covington Catholic this past season, which is somewhat near you. Yeah, um, he's he's gonna be playing at Northern Kentucky next year. Uh, not to not to bash on him, but it's like sometimes I see centers that just don't. It's it's hard for them to run run the floor and and hustle a hundred percent of the time. Is that? kind of just always been your thing have you always just been like the guy who goes get gets the loose balls I think and I think that was partly from playing in Chicago because that was like the mindset of uh those Chicago leagues oh so you I played in Chicago, Chicago for eight years and oh, so okay. I feel like that's where I, like that's where I got it and since then like that's always been a thing I just always hustled and also with some big guys just not everyone grows into their body fully so it's Sometimes it's hard for them to move like that. You know, I, I kind of want to go back to, to Moeller a little bit. Just the winning, some of the players you guys have had there. Uh, your teammate, Will McCracken, he's got a little bit of interest uh, from Belmont. 
He's got a couple offers. Um, how much have you just enjoyed playing with these guys who, you know, Max Land was there this year, obviously Hayes, who you didn't really, sounds like you didn't really, uh, you weren't like best friends with him, but, but it just seems like a, a place that's an all boys school that, that has a great amount of chemistry. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun playing with those dudes. And for my class, we've pretty much been on the same team since freshman year because our coach put all of us on the freshman team freshman year. So we've been playing for four years now. And I mean, you just get to know these guys really well. Yeah. I mean, I got to ask this too. This is probably stupid, but I was wondering this. I watched a YouTube video or or something about the state championship last year. I see this insane student section. You're obviously an all boys school. And then you had female cheerleaders. How does Uh, that work? uh, uh, We've got two sister schools and uh, they, they pulled cheerleaders from them. Okay. Okay. I I had to yeah, clarify I'm not there. Sure, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if the process goes into picking the cheerleaders, but I. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's some major competition with the cheerleaders. You can only have so I many. It, I'm. I think it might be a big deal. I'm. I'm really not sure though. <laughs> yeah. So just a couple other things. You know, I I want to give you the chance to sort of talk about some of your interests outside of basketball. You're going into the Kelly School of Business, or, or that's what you hope to do. Elite business school, uh, obviously very proud of that here at IU. Uh, what, what do you what do you do outside of basketball? I mean, not a whole bunch. Basketball is a lot of it. You know, I just like play basketball and I hang with friends, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of talking about outside of basketball, what what's kind of your favorite your favorite player, college, NBA, um, or team even? Favorite teams, the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Okay. I'd be like. D. Rose when he was on the Bulls, as well as Jimmy Butler when he was on the Bulls. Yeah, and the Bulls. Have... How about on the Bulls now? There's not much <laughs> no. to like now. Yeah, they're, they're having it rough not right now. Not much to like. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, so I, I think I, it'd be fair to say my, my pain's a little even worse than yours. But, you know, are you like a diehard Bulls guy? Are you are you big into the NBA, or do you kind of just not really I'm not, follow I'm that not stuff? Like, I'm not a huge NBA fan. or I mean, I like the NBA. I'm just not like it. I don't watch every game, but I mean they're definitely my favorite team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about like a a former IU player? This is another question someone asked. A former I play IU player who you might compare yourself to? I would say like someone like Cody Zeller. What yeah, do you think? Um, I watched some of his highlights. I I noticed everyone was uh, uh, call, calling uh, putting similarities between me and him. So and I watched some highlights, and I say it's probably about right. That's that's what we like to hear. Cody had a huge impact at IU, and yeah, and we, you know, we think you'll be able to do the same. Yeah, please, please just have the same career yeah, as if Cody. I, if I can, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. So, you do you have any kind of like background with IU? Like, were you? I, I it doesn't seem like you were really an IU fan growing up or anything. No, I didn't. I didn't have actually. Like, I probably had. I didn't have any background in IU at all. I mean, I knew we were always a basketball yeah. school, just from. I mean just knowing of IU. I was a Big Ten fan. I grew up watching, like, Indiana because my dad went there. Or Iowa because my dad went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned the Big Ten. That's got to be a huge appeal of going to IU, being able to play against the Michigan State, the Iowa, Ohio State, all the good programs and schools. Um, was that a huge draw for you? I mean, are you looking forward to, to Big yeah, Ten play? Yeah, I mean, I always, I think I always wanted to go to that Big Ten. I think I was going to choose a Big Ten school no matter what. Growing up there, yeah. and I just love uh, the feel of the, the Big Ten schools, how big they are, the football games. 
I, I just love yeah, the, all the atmosphere of Big Ten schools. So it is awesome to be able to go to Indiana and play against all those great teams and have great crowds. Exactly. I think I think you'll find that, you know, your first time walking out onto the floor at Assembly Hall, you know, that atmosphere is definitely crazy. Um, and as well as traveling on the road, I'm sure I'm sure you're going to love that a lot. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. And and uh, just kind of wrapping up here, how much are you going to you're going to follow the team this year? Obviously, you want to you're going to be in contact with IU. Um, following the, the IU team, they're, they're probably going to be pretty good this year. And maybe some of their decisions might impact, like you said, how they use you when you get yeah, to IU. Yeah, you know, I mean, since uh, since they started recruiting me, um, like last year, I, I've been watching them since. So I'll probably be all over them this year. Awesome. Yeah, and are you, are you guys looking at another – I mean, it, this goes without saying, you guys are probably looking at another big run uh, – with yeah, Moeller. we have a really tough schedule this year. We're going to like that Myrtle Beach Beach Ball Classic tournament, and we're also oh, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, like an Indiana Classic game. So you guys, you guys are going to have a tough schedule. Um, but based on recent history, it seems like uh, that's not going to be a huge problem for you guys. I hope it's not. Um, yeah, I hope we can keep that up. Yeah, yeah for can, sure. Best of luck um, on that. Yeah, best of luck to you this upcoming season. Uh, appreciate you coming on here, Logan, and maybe you can come on again sometime sure, soon. Sure, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Have a good summer, Thanks, man. man. Yep, you too, guys. That was Logan Duncombe, a uh, great guy. Hope we can have him on again soon. He's obviously signed to play with IU, and we wish him the best of luck for his senior year at Archbishop Moeller. Uh, in the future here, we're going to have a bonus episode with N.D. Kendrick, director of the Pocket City Basketball League, where we preview that summer league. And then we're going to have Jalen Coleman-Lands, Iowa State guard, on to talk about some of the racial tensions and, and the stuff that's been going on, as well as his high school basketball career at Lala Mare in Indiana and also at Indianapolis Cathedral. Uh, if you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review. All of that helps us out so much. Thanks so much and stay tuned for the next episode.